Welcome back, Padawans, to another episode of the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Josh. And today, we are talking about Mandalorian Chapter 10, The Passenger. Josh, first thoughts. I didn't like it. There's certain components that I liked, but majority, I don't know, it's just... I don't think it progressed the story that much, as much as I wanted it. I mean, we did get to see a lot of Baby Yoda, but we didn't get to see much of their both the Mando and the character arc of Baby Yoda together expanded, or being expanded. I wholeheartedly disagree with you on that. I think that we got some great expansion between Baby Yoda and, and Mando. Okay, explain, explain. I really think that it it starts out with the attack, the very first scene where they get ambushed on their way back to Mos Eisley. Yes. What we see is that Mando gets ambushed and the kid is held at, at knife point. And, I mean, granted, Mando had a plan, but the fact that he was willing to say... Give him his jetpack? Yeah, the, the fact that... He, well, not even the jetpack, because he had the plan for the jetpack, as we saw. He, he knew he could remote control the jetpack yeah. and, and send that guy flying, which, funny moment. But you, you see that he is willing... Like, if that person were to say, give me that Mandalorian armor... Mm-hmm. I definitely believe, maybe not his helmet, he would have come up with a, a creative solution, but if he, if he were to say, give me that other Mandalorian armor, I think Mando, clearly we saw how desperate he was to make sure that the kid was uh, Baby Yoda was not harmed, that I think that we would have seen him give that up. So I really, I really think from that scene, from that get-go, we can see that attachment grown, and we can see that, that father figure coming out. Yeah, thinking about it, I forgot about that first scene. Not gonna uh, lie, jo- Josh. When did you watch it? Did you watch it um, at two at two in the morning when it released, or did you watch it this morning? No, I watched it this morning. Okay, so you're you're still a little tired though, because you probably stayed up way too late anyway. Mm. So no, you're, you're probably... I, I I had bedtime yesterday. <laughs> you, <laughs> you had a bedtime. <laughs> yes. When the when the girlfriend comes over and she's working in the morning, I have bedtime. <laughs> No, no video games past ten o'clock. Uh, Eleven o'clock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. I mean, I I liked that scene. I think yeah. that was a great depiction. And then we go back to Mos Eisley, and I mean, the cantina for for me it was the cantina. I yes. I was kind of hoping that we would have a cantina ba- band going because you made your wife really. Look- Beth, listen yes, because, to it because for... I made Beth listen to it all. Yep, <laughs> for how many so, hours? I was a... six oh, hours. Way too many. No, no, it was a six-hour mix. We did not make it to hour six. We probably got to like three, at least three, at least three. Hours. It was at least three. Okay, but okay. Backstory time. Backstory, people. So, in college, I think it was my sophomore year. Yes, um, it was. We were preparing for finals, and and for me, I'll listen to Star Wars music in the background because. I, I can just focus with that. I know the music and everything. So it, it was just, it's not, it allows me to focus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, let me put something up on YouTube. And I just like typed in Star Wars soundtrack and they had six hours of the Cantina band mix. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to make my wife so mad. Cause I was just like, this is going to be <laughs> funny for me. Um, and so I was like, I, it meant to be just a troll moment. And then like, after like the first five minutes, mm-hmm. I was like, holy cow, like, 
I'm, I'm into this. And I, it was the, that was the most productive study session because it was three hours long of me straight studying and doing work. And it was, it was the most productive I've ever been. And I, I mean, I don't know how she didn't go crazy, to be honest. Yeah. At that moment, we all knew that she was in love with you and you get married. <laughs> and she was the one. <laughs> she was the one. She's, we she knew from that. She Cantina Band for three hours. She's the one. <laughs> I think, like, Mike, Beamy, like, all of us are just, like, staring at each other, like, yep, Beth and, Beth and Matt are, are going to get married. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think my roommate at the time, because it wasn't you, I, I no. think that... He made sure to leave because he was like, this is so stupid. I don't think he was in the room to begin with. But oh, I, I imagine it. I think he came back at one point, realized what was happening, and left. Because he, he never watched Star Wars. Uh, he I don't think he liked it. Or maybe yeah. he watched it once and just didn't like it. But anyhow, uh, moving on from that. We're going back to the Cantina Band here. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish, because we did highlight the fact that Chewie knew the owner on our Chewbacca episode, I kind of wish we got to see the Wookiee owner. I think that that would have been a really cool way to incorporate it. Yeah, that would have been really cool. If he's still the owner at that time. If he is still the owner, true. I mean, Wookiees do live a long time, so non-zero chance that, that he is still the owner. He's probably making one hell of a profit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for the fact that he's not serving the droids. True. Yeah, he's losing money That's there. That's a whole nother discussion. I mean, uh, as we saw in that Clone Wars episode, right, with uh, where R2 goes to get his, like, spa day. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. The oil bath. <laughs> yeah. He could be making a fortune off that. <laughs> he could. He could. He can, but he can make, we, like, a separate room. But We then return to the hangar where we run into Peli Moto, which is Amy Sedaris. Mm-hmm. We run into the fact that she... Wait, wait. She owns Treadwell and R5 which both were fantastic callbacks to episode four because both of them were on the... or were sold by the Jawas. Uh, Skywalker Farm. Yeah, and, and Skywalker Farm. But so we see both of them, which I think is fantastic. It's a little it's a little fan service How did she get possession of both of them? Um, but I don't, I don't hate it too much. It was just a quick little something, and, and it... We got to see Treadwell's true purpose, which is cooking a uh, crate dragon. Yes, that was funny. That was. <laughs> I liked it. I I yeah. personally liked that part of it. It was like I said, little fan servicey, and, and then she's like, "I vouch for this person." Oh, when'd you meet them? Five <laughs> minutes ago. And an excellent judge of character. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> well, then it was like a fraud. I mean, we haven't seen a, at least we haven't seen the ant. I'm. I don't know. We haven't seen that ant alien. Oh, yes. Yeah. Do we want to talk about uh, Dr. Mandible? Which I got to say, I'm I'm fully anticipating when we get to Star Wars Celebration, when, when it's safe to do so again, there's going to be Dr. Mandible cosplayers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta be. I'm, there's, I there's just going to be a sea of giant ants that they're all going to group together and they're going to be the ant army. Uh, I'm willing to bet on that one. It would be funny if, like, Ant-Man was in the front. Just want to... Ant-Man is controlling them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's a clash, clash of uh, universes, but... Yeah. I did like the aspect, though, that they did uh, incorporate some new um, species to the Star Wars universe. I mean, yeah, the ridicu- ridiculously large ant little weird, mm-hmm. but just a fun little aspect. And then the frog. Of- and, and the frog, which... 
I was kind of surprised that they didn't have a frog previously. They kind of toyed with that with the, again, we go back to the Mon Calamari, but they're more like fish. Yeah. But, so we finally have an amphibian species, mm-hmm. which which is brand new. And, and obviously we see that she had her eggs to that needed to be hatched. And we see Baby Yoda gets gets a little hungry. Yeah, I'm just having PTSD of Baby Yoda eating all the eggs. I don't know why, but it's like... I, I, just, I mean, they're high in protein. It's a, he's a growing, uh, or he or she is a growing, a growing baby. You know. I know, but it's just like he's eating anything. He ate the spider. We'll get to that in a second. But he, it's just I don't know. Like it gives me because I I went my girlfriend. She wants to watch it when all the Mandalorian episodes are out, and we're gonna I'm gonna watch it again with her. But. I'm like, keep on just fixating. Like, you weren't going to already watch them all again after they came out. (laughs) 100%. You know, you're not wrong. But, yeah, I'm just fixating on this aspect that he's eating, like, all this frog's offspring. I'm just like... And it's like her last attempt. And and, and Mando's just like, no, bad. We can't get caught. I mean, we'll fast forward to the very end of the episode where, where... Baby Yoda just sneaks one last one, like, still realizing that, like, I think Baby Yoda recognized the fact that eating those eggs was wrong, and then still did it anyway at the very end. He's like, gotta get one last in. It's like your doggo. She's a rebel. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Today, I I found her. So we woke up, we woke up early, went outside, and fed her, and then, like, we we came back in, I sat down to watch mandalorian we're not even like through the recap and all of a sudden i hear because she has she knows how to open up the office door i hear the office door open and then i hear the sound of our plate because she got up onto my desk and was licking a plate oh my gosh misty and i was just like that rebel like i was like kid this is this is seven in the morning like (laughs) You just ate a full meal. What? And so I was like, no, no. And then I had to take her over and I ended up giving her treats so she would settle down mm. and watch Mandalorian. And Josh, I sent you the Snapchat, but she, she laid next to me and fell asleep and was watching the Mandalorian with me. Aww. She did perk up at the ant scene, though. She did uh. perk up at the ant scene and was watching the ant and was a little, like, uh, standoffish. So <laughs> Giant ant scares Misty. <laughs> little ants. Misty eats little ants. <laughs> yeah. She would she would definitely go for like a little ant, but the giant ant, she's like, no way, that that there's some pinchers there. But yeah. next thing I wanna talk about is we go to that moon that they crashed on. Um, Look, it looks that... like Elum, but I don't think it is because it's I don't know. it's definitely not um Elum. Yeah. But Josh, do you recognize where those spiders came from? Like where where those spiders have taken place before? Yeah, they were in Rebels, and uh, mm-hmm. they are a lot more scarier. They're scary. I was in I live like, action. Oh my gosh! When I saw Baby Yoda going over and was like going to check out whatever was on the ground, yeah. and then opened it, and then I recognized it was a spider. I yeah. was like, oh no, oh no, because <laughs> I don't like spiders. I'll, I'll be the first to say I I'm kind of scared of spiders. Yeah, arachnophobia. Um, they freak me out. I don't think it's, I because I I can man up and like kill them, but like I just mm-hmm. kind of have like kind of an innate fear of it, but not like to the point where I like freeze. I just I don't like them. I don't like the sight of them. So to see them in live action, yeah. so much scarier than they were in Rebels. Beth staring at me. 
I think you're under... Uh, underselling? Underselling your fear of spiders. <laughs> I, like I could kill them, but it's not like I freeze up or anything. I don't believe that from seeing history of Matt trying to kill spiders. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on from that. Um, yeah, so they, they were freaky, and I, I hated them. <laughs> I hated them. I'll be frank. Yeah. But that whole thing led to Dave Filoni being incorporated into Mandalorian once again, Josh. Did you like his role as a rebel pilot this time around? I mean, he was or a... Alliance pilot. Or he was, New Republic pilot. He was the New Republic pilot last season. Mm-hmm. After the episode, you know when they were doing that heist? And then yep. they recalled that which heist. Is, which was recalled in this one as well. Yeah, I'm happy they brought back Dave Filoni and the other pilot. And yeah, it was it was good. It's just I thought Dave Filoni was gonna turn into the bad guy and start shooting at Mando, and you're just like, no, yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, it's just I think yeah, Dave Filoni was he took a part in in directing this this episode, and Tam in it is awesome, and then having them recall those spiders, I just I didn't know they were they're connecting the universe. They're starting connect it. Yeah, I didn't know they were found on on like several planets. I thought it was just that one planet because. The one planet in, in Rebels is warm. It's not a freezing... Unless somehow from Rebels to now, yeah. that planet went through some kind of ice age. It frozen over. And then, yeah, froze over. Which would be, which would be I gotta imagine that the Empire ensured the destruction of, of the planet. Of, of Chopper... Not only Chopper Base, but of the planet as well. I'm I'm blanking on the name of that planet right now. Uh, so oh, it's, uh, it starts with an A. It starts with an A. It's on the tip of my tongue. Ad- Adelon. Okay, I, that sounds right. I'll, I'll trust you on that. And if yeah. the uh, if the listener out there can correct us, make sure to correct Josh, not me, because I just tagged along. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Adelon because Thrawn was the one who yes. said it. Yes, he that, did say it. They're going to Adelon. <laughs> that True. was a bad Thrawn voice, but that was gotta... that was not your best. That was not your best. No, you, you can try again later. Yeah, I'll try again later. But yeah, uh, I I like the beginning of the episode. The frog was interesting, especially when she went to go take that bath with her eggs. Like, interesting. How did um, she know to find that? I mean, I guess maybe she has, like, an, an innate sense of it. Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite episode, I, I won't lie, but I don't think it was detrimental. And and we see the start of the connection. I, I think we're going to start seeing him. He's got to explore that New Republic territory there's going to be whispers of Luke Skywalker. There might be whispers of Ahsoka. I, I really think that we're going to start to piece this together. Matt, if I, I just want to... I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, if he goes from from episode one, from Tatooine, to all around the galaxy, and then at the end goes back to Tatooine to find Boba, I'm going to be a little bit upset. I'm just going to tell I, you. So... I, I, another reason why I like this episode so much is because there was no Boba. It was simply a cameo to this point. Just a True. quick cameo. I'm I'm okay with that. That's a little homage. We know he's alive. There doesn't need to be a huge story. You could ev- They might be lining up to create a, a Boba Fett movie or a TV series using Morrison as, as the as the character for it. So I I was very nervous about how Boba Fett was going to be used, but I think the little cameo is, was all that was needed, and you could leave it at that. And if you want to create a new show around him, sure. 
I still don't love it, but it's not the end of the world for me. What if like they introduce Boba and then they like kill him off? <laughs> I'm I'm okay with that. He was a lousy bounty hunter, and he's not a true Mandalorian, so I'm I'm cool with that personally. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, technically he's I don't know because he, yeah he's he's a clone of Jango Fett, an unaltered clone. Yeah. So, yeah, when did he join the Mandalorian Creed? Unless he joined it, because he's still a bounty hunter. I mean, as uh, same as as Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, but 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 Din was also adopted into the Mandalorian Creed. Yeah, he, where he was a fa- Boba. Foundling. Yeah, he was a foundling, which I don't think Boba was. I don't think he no. ever received that. So, so for me, I, I think that it would be an interesting clash, you know, unless he's he, a born Mandalorian because Jango was technically a Mandalorian, and then true. So he could, in because of his bloodline, be considered a Mandalorian. You're right. Yeah, yeah that that could happen. But that's anyhow, I, think I think we're that's getting we get a from. little off topic here. <laughs> Do you have anything else around Chapter Ten, The Passenger? No, it's just yeah. I, I just again just an those, okay episode for you. Okay episode again. Baby Yoda was eating all those egos, and I'm just like, they were not egos. They were eggs. They were eggs, not egos. Not. I'm just using. I'm using oh to say egos to to say eggs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think that you <laughs> will be surprised to see how this episode will be incorporated and play a role later on in the series. I do have one more thing, actually. The eggs have to play a significant role in, like, Baby Yoda's, like, development. Like, maybe it's close to, like, a world... I I don't know. I'm not going to say, like, hopefully they don't tell us the species of Yoda and, like, Baby Yoda and and Yaddle because that should always be kept a secret, as we talked about in your Yoda episode in Season Mm -hmm. 1. But, like... It seems like they're centering. I know that Baby Yoda's eating the eggs, but maybe the Baby Yoda and his, the the species is just like they're carnivores to the frog people. I don't know. I could be wrong, or maybe Ooh. they're found on the same planet. That's what I I they was have thinking. Been... Interesting. Okay, I I can work with that theory for now. I'm cool with finding out the home planet of them as long as they don't have a species name. I still think that that should remain sacred. But that'd be interesting to see because I really don't think that Dave Filoni and John Favreau would create a season around finding the Baby Yoda's home planet by episode three. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I mean, I don't even think they're gonna find it this season. I don't. I don't think he's gonna be able to return to his people. I. I don't think that that will happen. But. The I planet's really gotta be in like the outer rim because it's the, gotta it, be nobody's in, in seen anything. Space, yeah. yeah, in deep space. Hey, maybe or Ezra the unexplored and regions. Yeah, maybe Ezra and Thrawn are just Thrawn. with a bunch of Yodas on that planet hanging out. Yep, that's our that's our new working theory of the Ezra and Thrawn series <laughs> is the fact that they're all just chilling on a planet full of Yodas. They're all on like this, this Star Wars limbo. <laughs> oh my! Gosh. When will I return to my galaxy? <laughs> Well, I think that about wraps up the episode. As a reminder, we have the Agent Callus episode dropping on Wednesday with my lovely wife, Beth, being a guest star, as you heard her earlier this episode, explaining my fear of 
of spooders. Uh, of spiders, yeah, of spiders. Um, but until then, <laughs> make sure to go check us out on social media at Wannabe Jedi Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Wannabe Jedi Cast on Twitter. And uh, real quick for you out there, because I'm sure you noticed this, but our name on different platforms, we are now using an abbreviation WJP colon then the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. We are doing that. And we're going to be incorporating the WJP into merch, so you might just uh, be on the lookout for that. So uh, hopefully going to be dropping very, very soon. Again, follow us on the social medias, and we'll keep you posted on when that's going to be live. But until then... I cannot wait. Cannot wait. There are some really cool designs. We're really excited. Maybe, Josh, we'll have to have you uh, come up and visit, and we'll do a photo shoot for everyone before we uh, release it to the public. I am 100% down. Fantastic. All right, everyone, take care, make sure to stay safe out there, and we will hear, or you guys will hear from us on Wednesday. May the force be with you all.